What's up, guys, and welcome back to the That So Dev podcast. My name is Dev. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much. You are iconic. And if you're returning, you're also iconic. I love that for y'all. Now, I have some tea to get into today. But before we get into this tea, make sure you go ahead and follow me at That So Dev on Twitter as well as Instagram. It is super simple, super straight, and absolutely to the point. But I am not super straight. Love that for me. All right, y'all. Now, we absolutely... <laughs> yeah, we, we we have some tea to get into today. I, I want to talk about Stan Twitter. I want to talk about Stan Twitter um, and the nastiness that's just been on it, you know? I feel no need to address you weird ass stands on twitter i would rather speak on my platform about the general masses than give individuals my time of day i mean it's not worth it i'm very confused why you all think that spewing out negativity all day is worth it but i guess i don't know I don't know. Somebody absolutely make it make sense. I'm, I'm I'm trying so like my brain. My brain is like, make it make sense. Make it make sense. But bitch, it can't make sense. It don't make sense. Let me go ahead and start with what I've been seeing today. Um, so Miss Chloe Bailey decided that she was going to release Treat Me, which I am obsessed with. <laughs> I love it. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere, rocking everywhere, rocking everywhere. Come on, bitch. Eat that up. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Girl, please. It's something, for the, it's something for the summertime. Something for the girls. Something for, you know. You better get up and twerk your ass and stop being miserable in your motherfucking boom. <laughs> Did I just say boom? I meant room. But y'all know what I meant. It, that song, it just, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Lyrically, it's self-care and ultimately there's, there's i feel like there's not much more to it it's promoting self-care it's promoting empowerment it's making people feel good about themselves it's making people get up it's making people get out what's the issue you know why are you always looking for someone like you type lyrics and everything that comes out like, did you think a song with booty, 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 rocking everywhere was going to have some someone like you lyrics or something? Baby. Go fuck you. <laughs> no, 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 no. And, and, and I mean that with the most, with the utmost respect. Go fuck you. Why is it that you feel the need that in the midst of Chloe's song being released, you know, her really stepping foot into her album journey with so much love, so much positivity. Why have you decided to make it about another artist? Why am I seeing Normani's name attached to whatever Chloe is doing? Now, let's step into reality right now. Normani and Chloe are very good friends. Like, literally, like, very, very good friends. They went to her tour. Like, you know, 
They literally went to her first tour to see her. Come on now. It's not lost on me how often people want to pit artists against each other who don't have an issue with each other. That creates tension. And how does that create tension? It creates tension within the industry because then you make enough noise out of it, the blogs pick it up. The blogs pick it up, the interviews pick it up. The interviews pick it up, the narrative has now shifted into full industry mode. And now with people being human and people not necessarily even knowing, was this said, was this not said, they're human. So sometimes that shit is going to get to them. And often that may spark a beef. It may, you know, because y'all have gotten so good at spreading around misinformation on purpose against people that you don't like, who don't know you, by the way. It's really weird. These people don't know you and you don't know these people. Not nearly enough to be having these personal vendettas that you have. Y'all be 13 years old having an enemy who's a celebrity who don't know you. Baby, relax. Why are you even on 13? Have you seen the age rating for Twitter? Get the fuck off. Fuck off. No. Like, what are you even doing? Like, it, there are this, there are a bunch of young people on Twitter who have pushed this narrative that, um, this, this old narrative, you're too old for this at your big age and all this shit. And it's just like, wow. Like it, it's young people who have pushed this narrative. And while the narrative has shifted to being generally a topic on Twitter, not even something that has to be discussed, it's just there, you know? People just automatically think, oh, wow, my life is over at 20. Because people who are 13, 14, 15, 16, not even old enough to legally be on Twitter have now made the masses believe that everything has to happen now. And then when we also look at another perspective of it, we have people are dying. Life is too short, you know? So when you have both of those on both ends of the spectrum, it's like, well, fuck, if I don't do this now, if this isn't happening now, it's never going to happen. And I'm not going to be that. And I'm not that. It's the instant gratification. And I don't think people comprehend that the instant gratification goes into people wanting artists to have number one songs. Oh, your song didn't debut number one. You're not it. Songs don't. I just want to make it known that it's not normal for a song to debut at number one. That is not the norm, right? That's why the billboard rules keep changing. And I understand, you know, because I've even heard Nicki Minaj defend the point of, you know, fans work so hard, you know, in order to make things happen. 
And I do understand, you know, just as soon as, you know, the fans get it figured out, Billboard changes the rules. And I'm debating that in my head, you know, it's like, well, if we allow these rules to stay this way, then how do we make room for others who don't have these big enough fan bases to go like that? But then at the same time, these artists have worked for these fan bases to be able to do that. It's not like the artist is going out and buying it themselves. The fans are genuinely just going hard for that. So it's kind of like, like what the hell? You know what I mean? Like there's a devil advocate. There's a devil's advocate perspective to that. And I hate it, but you also have to look at that because it's like, look, Clearly, no matter what happens, fans adapt, right? But, and here's and here's here's another issue. Here's another issue. Another issue is also radio. Because radio weighs way more than it should. Radio is where fans have the least amount of impact. But it's where the industry has the most impact, Right, because in reality, what fans do for an artist naturally that's big, the industry can do for somebody not known by playlisting them and having them on radio with deals. And all of this is not often comprehended by people on Twitter because a lot of them don't know. A lot of them haven't done their research. A lot of them are speaking on things that they don't know. A lot of them are just talking to talk. Literally. So when you see this constant comparing of of artists and their journey and their experiences, it's kind of like there's, there's no way to compare that. Especially when we go back to Chloe and everyone having Normani in their mouth. How are you comparing fair to treat me? In what realm, in literally what universe can you compare a a, a ballad to an up-tempo pop song? Hold the fuck up. Hold up. How? Because y'all can't comprehend all of this shit behind the surface. You can't. That's why you feel so confident speaking on it and be loud and fucking wrong. But also, you have to look at it from, again, another perspective. Stands are on Twitter 24 7 working the inner workings of an artist's career your fans essentially is your team that's not your team this is your team that you're not paying while your team is trying to get you on jimmy fallon or whatever that may not do anything for you your fans are orchestrating a streaming party 
on radio app on a radio app not radio app on station head which is a radio app radio app is an app itself but orchestrating streaming parties so that way people who join in on the streaming party each person inside that party it's counting the streams right essentially if you and i know the management really does obviously what the fans cannot but sometimes i wonder like what do they really do because majority of uh, obviously manage, obviously management and the team they just they manage things they don't necessarily get the money or do this blah blah blah, blah. by them managing you know they manage the budget that's coming from the label, you know, they're managing how we're going to um, do this. They're managing the rollout of the album. And it there are so many parts about that that you learn by being on Stan Twitter. Because as a harmonizer, a fifth harmony Stan, that is how I personally learned the ins and outs of this industry. I learned all the specifics about radio. I learned all you needed to know about streaming because if you were going to stream, you needed to stream properly. If you were going to request, you need to request properly. You need to be able to know how this song is moving up. What's the difference between spins and bullets? You like there are so many workings that people don't comprehend so many workings that people don't comprehend and they get on twitter and they chat and that's how they're able to make quote unquote sense out of comparing chloe to normani that's how you make it make sense does that make sense it's very confusing but it's so stupid it's so so stupid because you want artists like back in the day You want them in the masses, but you won't support them. Do you think that every artist that you know now from back in the day was already polished the way that they are now back then? No, people gave them the space to grow, to become the artist that they knew that they could be today. Not everybody started off like Beyonce. Beyonce was running with them vocals so that way she could have some stability by her father. Let's just be real. Not everybody's coming into this industry like Beyonce. And even then, she still needed her room to grow. It's like, how, how many number ones did Beyonce write for Destiny's Child? And then you get up on here and say, Beyonce doesn't write. The comprehension is not there. Because you obviously know she can write and she has. And you can't comprehend that although someone else has written with her, that it's simply with her. They didn't write for her. They wrote on a song because Beyonce will take something that somebody's created, really make it her own and really morph it into something so beautifully elevated. There's a lot of comprehension that's lost on Stan Twitter. People are proudly, proudly and loudly speaking wrong. 
Like, whoa. Like, and the thing about it is people know that they're wrong. (laughs) People know that they're not wrong. People know there's no truth to what they're saying. But they know that this truth may bring a reaction out of somebody, which means they may not be bored anymore because they're bored. So what are they going to do? Oh, I don't like her. Why don't you like her? Because this, 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 and this. Baby, this artist hasn't spoken in like a year. But because of how her fans, who she doesn't know, are acting, you, who she also doesn't know, want to hate the artist, again, who doesn't know literally any of you, you want to hate on her. How does that make sense? I have to know how does that make sense? How does that make Well, your fans did this, blah, 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 okay. And I don't know any of these bitches. If my fan go out there and call you a bitch, I didn't call you one. What are you saying? What are we doing? I need you all, if you are on Stan Twitter and you are one of these people, I need you to heal. And now I'm speaking to my nation, Miss Normani's nation, my community. Just because you see somebody out there being nasty, evil, sick, twisted, you doing that in return is not doing nothing for you. That's not doing anything for Faith. You think she want to see that? If I retweeted that, do you think she would want to see that? Do you think that she would want to see you dragging Chloe because of what her random fan said that Chloe doesn't know? Normani's friend. You think she wants to see that? You think that makes the situation better? You think dragging Tanache makes the situation better because Tanache fans dragged you? Or dragged your faith? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Where is the love? Oh my god, it is so lost on y'all. Come here, baby, come get a hug. What is wrong? I need y'all to heal. Go follow at Five Men Self Care. I need you all, instead of getting on Twitter and projecting how miserable you are, you sit with yourself, figure out why you are miserable, and maybe start to construct a plan on how you think you may possibly be able to overcome these feelings. Maybe search up how to handle these feelings better. Because you getting on Twitter and randomly dragging somebody because you are miserable is doing nothing. And you dragging somebody back just because they dragged your fave? Look, I will support checking a bitch. I will check a bitch and mind my business. But what I'm not going to do is check a bitch and drag Tanashi along the way. Because for what? What has she did? What, What has she done? I don't even know her. And in the name of me supporting black women, why would I do that? Why would I let somebody who's the bottom barrel influence me to override what I stand for? I support black people. I support black women. I didn't know who won album of the year. They were black. <laughs> and I love you. I don't give a fuck if my fave didn't win. My people win it. 
And a win for you is a win for me. And this is something that y'all would preach on Twitter and then go on Twitter and do the opposite. And then you're going to scream, you love black women. And then you are going to break these black women down. For what? You want black women to exist in all these spaces. But each time one comes up, you want to bully them till they want to leave. It is so embarrassing on Twitter. I just block and I go. (laughs) I drag a bitch on the way out. If I got time, I will. Y'all know that. I have no problem checking a bitch. And then I'm going to go spark up. I handle my emotions in a positive way. Does that always happen? No, I am human. But... I'm not going to go on Twitter and just be nasty and, you know, just because I'm feeling human emotions that I know happen. I'm not going to let myself react on those feelings. I can express those feelings in a positive way manner and that is something that I have worked on for a very long time that's not something that happens overnight but that is a decision that you make to walk toward come on now y'all hey get up get the fuck up (laughs) y'all it it just blows my mind how much hatred and evilness is just just sitting on there, you know? And what I am thankful for, I'm thankful for that you're able to curate your timeline and, you know, be in communities and, you know, there are things you can do to combat the negativity. There is, there absolutely is. And in some ways, that does maybe limit some extent of the positive. But it also protects your peace. It's a boundary, you know. And I've set a lot of boundaries on social media as well to really help that. And, you know, but sometimes when I'm on my home setting, it will show maybe like, you know, it may show a hate tweet underneath, you know, a trending topic. So let's say, like, I follow Nicki Minaj. It may be a Nicki Minaj hate tweet under that topic that pops up on my TL, and I don't follow this person. So I'm like, what the hell? Why? I I, I just don't... I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit at all. Stan Twitter is just... It's, it's really weird, but, um... Again... There are positives to Stan Twitter, you know? I've talked about this before. I've had a podcast about this before. This is in a different context, but wow, it just, it seems to be actively getting worse. It has actively gotten worse since 2016. It was like a landslide after that. Ironically, that's when streaming really, really took over in 2016. You know, when streaming really, really took over, that's when a lot of artists who weren't necessarily selling were, you know, 
getting numbers. How are you getting numbers? Nobody knows you. Literally nobody. And your song is not even that good. It's a surface level song that we have heard before. We've heard the beat. We've heard the melody. Obviously, you know, beats, melodies, they're all just... Every song that you hear is composed of the same chord that's already been used already. Let's just be real. When people make something new out of it, it showcases creativity. Period. So, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up because I'm over here sweating. It's hot. Nevada is not being friendly. It's windy. Like, what is going on? That's not the flavor. That's not the tea, boo. (laughs) I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. If you are listening and you are on Stan Twitter, if you see somebody dragging an artist you love, do not drag that artist. If you want to check a bitch and just be like, why are you being so weird? Like, go heal. Like, you know, there you can check a bitch and also not be a shitty human. That's also possible. It's very possible. So um, spread that. Be an example. You know, I feel like for me, I've always done my part to shift the narrative of Stan Twitter Um, beyond having your picture be the artist that you stand. You know, obviously, my picture is with me and Normani. Which is so crazy to say that I've met Normani. That's so weird. Like it, it feels like I know that I have. I remember the experience like it was yesterday. But like, I forget that I have because it just doesn't feel real that I did, even though I have the picture in the poster and all of that. So <laughs> I still have my um my VIP necklace. Absolutely, I'm about to make me a whole case of my normani shit so it's it's gonna be iconic but thank you guys so much again make sure you go ahead and follow at five men self-care on twitter go get you some self-care you need it you deserve go pop off i know you're iconic so go do what you do boo take care of yourselves you know eat some good food drink water drink water you literally cannot live without water i'm so serious the amount of people who don't drink water. Oh, I don't drink water. What do you mean? Do you know how much you like? Come on. How much of your body is made of water? You need to recycle, bitch. You better drink that water. Hey, get the fuck up. Y'all make me mad with that. Take care of yourselves. I hate when people don't take care of themselves. And I don't say the word hate, but I hate it because I hate to see you not in the best condition that you could be. Even if you're not in the best condition that you could be right now, I hate to see you not working towards it. You know? Even if it's something like, bitch, like, drink some water, like, eat a fruit, like, you know, eat something good for your body. I don't, look, if you out here eating pizza and donuts today, I'm not going to knock you for what you're doing right now, but make sure you eat something good for you today. Okay? We need to take care of ourselves. There are too many stressful things going on in this world right now. If you are a person who does not end up eating until late at night because you are so anxious and stressed and overwhelmed and engulfed in your entire days, get you a little granola bar. I get me some Welch's fruit snacks, you know, some little things to carry with me that I can just snack on here and there that won't necessarily be too unhealthy for me, but will be enough nutrition. 
you know, and I also take my goalie vitamins. Make sure you get you some goalie if you haven't tried it. I get the green and the blue. The green, it really, really focuses on those uh, probiotics and, you know, your digestive health, which I absolutely love. And then the blue one focuses on just calming you. I also have the chocolate calm bites that I take with those as well. And it really, really focuses on relaxing you and just easing that anxiety. It's lovely. Go get it help yourself. If you need my code, I got you. All right, y'all. I'm bouncing off here. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You are absolutely iconic and have a good day. Peace.